Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. I'm Jeff Burkett, a writer for Windy City Gridiron, and I'm joined, as always, by E.J. Snyder, the site's lead draft analyst. E.J., how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. More football, more beer. What could be better? Well, I think what could be better is we have a third writer on the program tonight, Sam Householder, who's joining us to do our special preview for season-long bets in a way that we're going to be trying to uh, preview the entire league. Sam, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Well, and Sam, you put a poll up on Twitter earlier to try to let the crowd source what beer you're drinking tonight, and then decided, the heck with that, you're, you're drinking what you want. So share with the crowd what you're drinking tonight. Uh, it is a Sagatuck uh, Neapolitan Milk Stout uh, from Sagatuck Brewing in Sagatuck, Michigan. Um, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. I think it's that. Sagatuck, Sagatuck, Sagatuck. Um, but yeah, um, good beer. I think I've had it before, but it was at a brew fest. So I was several in by the time I tried it. So it'll, <laughs> it'll be good to revisit it. Yeah. That Neapolitan stout. I'm always reminded of that Simpsons where Homer goes into the freezer wanting more Neapolitan ice cream, but all he's doing is eating the chocolate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> EJ, what about you? Did you bring something special on tonight? Uh, it's semi-special. I'm going back to the well on a brewer, back to 10-pin brewing out of Moses Lake, Washington. I had pretty good luck with their amber that I've had previously on the pod, but um, I was a little bit inspired by your hazy IPA, but I was looking for something that you might like, so I went with their hazy pale ale, which is called Gutterball, which is appropriate because that's most of my betting history. (laughs) But the Hazy Pale, I think you might like. It's 5.5 alcohol by volume, but it is only 35 IBUs. So I think it might slip under your your hard hard set bitterness line. Um, and it says one pin at a time, never tasted so good. So I'm interested to try it. I haven't had it, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Yeah, I think 40 is, I think, the line that I've been drawing for myself. So, well, I brought one called Anti Up. It is a <laughs> oh, mango oh. passion fruit sour. Uh, and it, it has, uh, it's, it says it's proudly brewed in Maryland and it is, uh, got a bunch of poker chips on, on it. So, um, it's from Antietam Brewing. So I uh, got this on my trip out East and one of those that is still hanging around and I was saving it for Sam. So let's open oh, these okay. things up and get them going. So Sam, uh, 
you started a partnership with one of the betting sites and started talking about betting for just Bears games last year. Do you want to talk a little bit more about what you were doing and who you're doing that with? Um, yeah, uh, that was like a one year thing. Um, I don't know if it's still going on, to be honest with you. Um, kind of one of those. It, when when you work with a startup, you never know what you're getting into. But um, yeah, so I really got into um, betting just because I joined a pigskin pick'em league a couple years ago, and, um, and and so I started studying the lines more. And then uh, last year, this startup was looking for somebody to write about Bears bets, and uh, I did that. And um, my season record matched the the bears on the field i, I went 11 and 5 um bears not 12 in, and 4 or oh you're right i was one worse than the bears yeah i was thinking my my yeah i think i went 11 and 5 but um didn't entirely so yeah obviously didn't entirely match up but i won more than i lost which surprised me and um and now suddenly i'm the WCG crew's betting expert um, <laughs> with very little effort. That's well, how it happens. <laughs> I think they, I think the they want you to go sixty percent. If you beat sixty percent, then yeah. that's that's good. So, so we wanted to have some fun with betting lines as a way to try to preview the entire NFL. And so we're going to get to that in a bit. But I want to start with just the Bears lines and talk about those. And obviously, we're all pretty bullish on the Bears this year, but. We're going to talk about the over-under and the odds to win the division, odds to win the Super Bowl, just so anybody that might find themselves in a sports book, which is becoming legal across a lot of states here in the near future or already has, and want to put down you know, a, a fun bet uh, to do that, uh, you'll know what the lines are. So the, the Bears over-under sits at 9 or 9.5, depending on the book, which means that they'd have to win 10 games for you to win your money back. Uh, win the bet and the money back. Um, or if you were a jerk and wanted to go under the Bears for some reason, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast, but <laughs> they would have to win eight or fewer games for for you to cash that bet. For a team that won 12 games last year, and EJ and I have gone over this over the course of 17 pods, they are, we believe that they're going to be a better team overall. Uh, this seems like a pretty easy bet to make. Uh, in terms of going over nine or nine and a half wins, what are your what's your guys' feelings on this line? Is it, why is it set where it's at? Um, well, I I think that it's set where it's at because I mean you never really know what the the odds makers are, are thinking. Although it's they're trying to make a pick a number that they can get as much money against it as they, that they can get equal money on both sides is where they want to be at. So um, when you're thinking about it in that perspective, you say, well, nine kind of makes sense because there's a lot of people out there that think that they're set up for a regression or that they were kind of a one year wonder. Um, we obviously, the Mitch Trubisky haters are all documented. Um, I love you guys pod last week uh, or two weeks ago now, I guess breaking all that down. Um, and and so I think that some of those reasons people are looking at them and saying, well, you know, there's no way they're going to be as good as they were last year. They won 12 games. That was um, 
almost an outlier in some people's minds. Um, you know, the Vikings ended up being worse than people expected. The Packers ended up being worse. So a lot of people think the division's going to get better. Um, but I'm, I'm with you guys. I think that this is going to be a better team. Second year offense. Um, you know, their quarterback takes the next step. The defense really only lost one, one starter two if you count their, their nickel. Um, so I think that there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic and, and to bet the over on the win total confidently. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I want to just move to the Bears division win while we're talking about it. For the Bears to win the division, I've seen odds at plus 170 or plus 190. Basically what that means for those of you that don't bet a lot, and I'm you know I'm still learning myself, but if you were to put down $100 for the Bears to win the division, uh, and if they do win the division, you would win back your money plus the plus number. So you'd win back $190 plus the $100 that you put in. Um, so, so their um, odds to win the division are about equal to the Packers odds and the Vikings odds, depending on the book. They're basically the same everywhere. I find that to be a little insulting, but that's kind of how they're the, the world's seeing it. Uh, EJ, can you, you're the one uh, on the pod with Lester that couldn't see a threat to the Bears repeating as NFC North champions. Uh, any reason to doubt this line as easy money? Uh, if you're talking about the Packers, I think it's fairly easy money, and that's not Bears homerism. That's new coach, chance that they come out of the gate slow, uh, not uh, not exactly um, good days in paradise between the coach and the and the quarterback, if you're listening to that or put any stock in that. And a lot of new players, a lot of new faces on defense that take a while to get up to speed with new coaching. So that all says slow start and slow starters in the NFL are – not typically folks that fire off to good records. Um, I think the Packers would have a hard time doing that. We talked about the Vikings getting hot. I think that's not as easy money. It's a little closer to even. Um, but I still think the Bears over the long haul, minus major injuries, are going to top the top the Vikes. So um, I'd say pretty easy money for the Packers. I'd still bet over the Vikings, maybe not as easy or not as confidently, not as much cash, I guess, uh, if we're going there. But I still think Chicago tops both those teams at the end of the season. And then we'll just follow up with the Bears' Super Bowl odds. And again, these will vary based on where you go or the site and how much probably proximity to Chicago of what kind of odds you can get. But um, just for example, I was able to get much greater odds at a local casino near New Orleans last year on the Bears winning the whole thing that I was at a national casino because the money had evened out a little bit at a national level. So um, Super Bowl odds for the Bears right now, plus 1,600, which is somewhere around the you know eighth mark in the, in the league. So pretty good number to, to bet if you're very confident on the Bears this year. So... Uh, it's not like the Patriots to win, which is like plus 600 or something like that. Uh, so, so this is a you know fairly good mark to, if you want to put a little money down and and give yourself a little spending money on all those uh, championship sweatshirts and Sports Illustrated uh, commemorative issues and things that that uh, you might want to buy uh, after a championship. So, so that's kind of the those are the Bears odds. And, and I will mention that if you see a number that's negative. Uh, on an odd, so um, say if you're picking an over and under and uh, there's a negative number, uh, so the Bears over 
actually carries a negative 105 number. What that means is that you'd have to put up $105 to win 100. So that, that's basically what that means. So when we start throwing these plus and minus number on, uh, which we will do uh, just to give you guys an idea of where the line is, that's what that means. So so our game today, what we're going to do is, you know, since I'm the fantasy guy, I like to do fantasy drafts as much as possible. And I'm, I'm 1-0 in our podcast fantasy drafts after my uh, victory of the secondary, historical secondary draft over EJ. And so we're going to do that with uh, the betting, and I think it's going to be a fun way to do this. So each of us are going to go through a snake draft, and we are going to select over the course of the draft three over bets that we like, three under bets, and three division winners plus one Super Bowl champions bet. We can't take the same bet as the other as another guy, so we're going to have competing bets. So, for example, if I take the Jets over, no one else can take that, uh, but they could take the Jets under. Right, so that's not a competing bet if you're taking the other side of it. So we're going to do that, and we're going to record the results. We'll post them, and then at the end of the year, we'll add them all up and see how we did on on the season-long bets. And maybe a friendly bet between the three of us is that the winner maybe gets a beer purchased by the other two guys or something like that, something nice. All right, all right. so we got some stakes, some bears over beers, appropriate stakes. I thought we were betting beers, not steaks. <laughs> okay. Uh, gambling joke from EJ. Dad joke right off the top. All right. So. <laughs> hey, I got them all day. <laughs> so here's what we'll do. We're going to start with Sam. I'll go next. And then EJ for two. And we'll come back around and we'll snake through 10 rounds. So the idea is if you put a bet down, give a little sentence or two why you like that bet. And that way we'll work our way through the league and kind of give a preview of what we think the league's going to look like this year. So Sam, as the guest, you get round one, pick one. All right. Um, trying to make up my mind real quick here. I think to right off the bat, one that I quite like is um, Seattle to win the NFC West at plus 285. Um, I think that this is a team that uh, has a really good quarterback, really good defense. Uh, you know, they, they've kind of fluctuated but i think that they've retooled really well i think that the rams uh could be set up for some regression um and therefore i kind of like taking a a bit of the longer odds on um a slightly more dark horse team like seattle i like it i had that actually ranked fairly high so that was something that i was looking to, to uh to select myself Well, with my first pick, I'll take the easy pickings. I'm going to take the Bears winning the division at plus 190, and we've already talked about how good we feel about that, and I'll take the homer bet to start us off and feel pretty good about my first-round pick. EJ, you for two. Uh, Me for two. I'm going to stay in the division winner category, and I'm going to go Cleveland to win their division and Philadelphia to win their division. Okay, talk me through. So Philly doesn't have a very good, basically even money on Philly. And Yeah, I'm looking at who Philly plays against. We'll go with the second one first. Uh, we talked about this on the pod with Lester last week uh, or a couple of weeks ago, depending on when you're listening to this. I, I do not like the Giants. I am not very confident in the Redskins getting really hot. And the Cowboys seem to have 
more issues than one might think on the surface. Now, I think the Cowboys are going to be pretty good, but do I think they're going to be Philly good? Um, I don't. So short of an injury to Carson Wentz, which could change the whole picture, um, I'm willing to bet on that. So I think Doug Peterson and his staff and the rest of that Philly roster win the NFC East. So um, that's that's my thinking there. And Cleveland uh, has freed itself from the largest anchor it had, which was its coaching <laughs> staff. Um, we saw that midseason in in really vivid form, right? Before Hugh left, that team was middling and underproductive. Um, as soon as Hugh left, that team took off. Baker ascended. If you look at that roster top to bottom as a roster-building guy, it is just loaded with talent. It is dripping with talent. And if it has even half-decent coaching, uh, I think they take that division somewhat easily actually pittsburgh will put up a fight because they always do but i'll take cleveland on the strength of their ascension and baker so philly i've got a plus 110 i didn't write down the browns because that's not who i would bet on to win the division do you have a number for me uh i don't sorry okay. uh, see. I can scroll back. i'm looking at our plus 120 plus 120 okay so those are pretty much even even money odds that's fine um yeah all right, so uh, again, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pick the homer. I'm gonna take Bears over nine wins at negative 105, and we've gone ad nauseum about why that's a good bet. And I will just continue to pluck my favorites. So I, I, I'm laughing because right before we started, the the audience should know that we discussed about whether or not we should take the Bears bets out of this because we would all be biased. And Jeff was the one who who said. You know, should should we be able to pick the Bears bets, or should we set them all aside? And EJ and I were kind of like, well, we can go either way, but let's just leave them in. And then, of course, Jeff is the one who who takes them right off the bat. They're the best bets on the board. <laughs> they are. Not wrong. I, you know, the Bears are a good bet this year. I don't. Yeah. I'm not holding it against him. And no, you know, if he sure. wins, and even. if he wins this thing, and I have to buy him a beer because they won the division, and you know, tried for the Super Bowl, like that's a beer well spent. Yeah, really, I won't be upset. Well, the yeah. Bears Super Bowl bet's still out there, so Sam, you got that's... two. Do your do your deal. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, maybe I will go there. I I guess that is the bet that I, I laid in real life. Um, so I'll go ahead and do that. Bears to win the Super Bowl plus twelve hundred. Um, that I, I don't know that they, I need to add much to it, right? Uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not, not if you've been listening to the pod. Yeah, if you've been listening to this podcast at all or any of the content we put out on WCG, I think that you know that the we all expect the Bears to be pretty darn good and barring injury, seems like uh, a pretty good bet. Um, for my other pick, I, I'm going to check my notes and... Boy, th- I'm going to go with the Chiefs over 10 and a half at okay. plus 100. Um, I looked at their schedule, and on my first go through their schedule, I, uh, I counted 11 winnable games and five games that I had as, like, toss-ups. So even if they dropped two of the winnable games, I felt like there was still chances at, you know, you still had another three chances at, at getting, getting to that 11th win. Um, 
ten and a half is a lot of wins. Um, obviously, you know, there's a chance for regression, but I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't see it. I mean, that defense has some questions on it, but that's really the only thing that holds me back from that. Uh, that's a good bet. I, it's it's was midway down for me for the overs, but uh, I think it's a good bet because they're going to be a good team. And like you say, there's there's plenty of winnable games in that on that schedule. So I'm actually going to be at least one, if not two, Chiefs games this year. So uh, do some scouting before we uh, play them in November. So okay, uh, back to me. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm going to continue playing to the crowd, I think, because I'm going to take the Packers under nine. Oh, I almost took that. Yeah, that's <laughs> on my list. I'm definitely crossing it off. I cannot, you didn't get it, I was taking it. cannot believe that they have the Packers at nine or nine and a half wins. I just do not believe in this team. So, uh, I won some money on this exact same bet last year and I'm happy to, uh, roll it back and do it again. EJ for two. Uh, me for two. What do we have left here? Um, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, seven I'm seven rounds looking, left, man. Yeah. I'm just looking at priority and, and what I think is oh, what's going to happen. I'm going to go just a little bit of faith in Kyler Murray, but I'm going to say Arizona for the over. Okay. What's, what's at, their over under at? They're at five and a half for their win total. So they have to pick six games. Now they've got some talent that, you know, first year coach, I'm not a huge cliff Kingsbury fan, but they, you know, David Johnson, Kyler Murray, a bunch of wide receivers. They could win some games and some shootouts. Um, yeah, the overs one ten, the unders, uh, negative one thirty. So, uh, I'm going to take that one. And then I don't have an under yet. And my favorite one just disappeared because you took it. And so <laughs> I am going to go with, I'm going to go with the Chargers and say that they're just going to go historically the way they've been. That We we had the Derwin-James injury. Um, Keenan Allen looks like he's hurting. Um, I, I just – this team is so snake-bitten. They're set at 10 wins, and I'm going to say I'm going to take the under on L.A. Chargers. Oh, okay. Taking the under. Interesting. Yeah, I – you know, they could easily win more than that with their roster, but we say that every year and they struggle. It's not a great money bet, but I just have the feeling that they're not going to catch fire. The Melvin Gordon holdout doesn't look great. They've got a couple of injuries already that are going to impact their start. Um, Derwin James could go up to three months. He might not be back until November. So it's just it's one of those teams that looks really good on paper when they start playing the games they could struggle. So I'm not saying they're gonna. You know their backups could come in and play well. Uh, I watched the preseason game a little bit yesterday. I uh, watched a replay of it, and and you know they they've definitely got a ton of talent. They could easily win more than ten, but I just have that sort of sinking feeling that they're gonna follow the historical trend and be the Chargers that just disappoint a little bit. Interesting. Yeah, and going back to your Cardinals pick, I do like their week one matchup, uh, rolling out a completely new offense against the, the Lions, and so that'll be an interesting game. I, I kind of I kind of like the Cardinals in that one to pick up a surprise victory, something brand new to the NFL, not sure how to defend it, all these weapons, and just kind of catch them off guard, you know, a, kind of an average team like the Lions, so uh, I think that would be pretty interesting. Yeah, Murray seems, Murray seems like a guy that if he gets hot, 
they they could roll that win number real easily. Uh, I think if nothing else, they have a strong likelihood of leading the league in passing. <laughs> yes, uh, Murray. Yes, yeah, that, Murray that, is a very that, interesting. You can find that prop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do some research, Sam. We got we got to make some money on this show. So uh, yeah, find me that one. Yeah. Yeah, Murray to me, and as a fantasy bet, is fascinating because it's just all about volume, and I think that that's a, you know, to me that's a pretty good that's a pretty good bet there. So, all right, uh, so my next bet, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to a division winner, and I'm gonna take the Panthers. Oh, and this is a value. This is a value bet yeah, to me. No, I have that one. Uh, yeah, I had it. It's one I'm crossing off for sure. Uh, Panthers, I have it. I, so I had it at 650, and then the stuff that Sam sent out, the best odds I could find are 550. So I'm gonna, I'll write down 550. Uh, but um, this this was a little higher earlier in the year, and this just this team was really good. It was rolling, and then uh, Newt got hurt, and their their season just basically fell off once he got hurt. And I think he's back to healthy, and that NFC South is always volatile, and so I actually. I actually like uh, the the Falcons line as well, but the Panthers line is more attractive at plus five fifty. So I'll take that as my second division winner. So Sam, what about you? Um, Two. I am gonna take an under, and I am looking at the Oakland Raiders under six. <laughs> um, nice. You just want the Bears draft pick to be better, as do well, we all. No, there's that. There's that. There's that. But it it seems to me that uh, this whole drama that they've had drawn out now um, all of August with Antonio Brown isn't going away. Um, I don't watch Hard Knocks, but I, I follow enough people that talk about it and shows that talk about it that it seems like there's a lot of weird stuff going on inside the building. Um you know, they they were uh, – how many games did they win last year? They won four games last year. I right. don't see them improving by two games, especially in that division. Um, so, yeah, it, it seems like a pretty easy under bet um, in, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, and it's uh, plus 105 for that, so which is actually pretty good. Plus 105? I have it as negative oh, 125. Get the wrong column. <laughs> Minus 125. Whoops. So not great odds. Not great odds. But uh, I don't know. Well, it's still uh, a good bet. Makers, it still yeah. seems like a solid bet. Exactly. The odds yeah. makers are really looking at talent, right? Because yeah. I'm with you that I in, in, in spirit, I'm absolutely with you. I'm not counting on the Raiders to win a lot of games. But again, I caught a little bit of their preseason, latest preseason game. And I'm not sure it's being managed the right way, but man, is there a lot of talent floating around on that roster? I don't really believe in their quarterback, but they've got some guys who are firing and and could change a couple of games. So the odds makers are kind of hedging, going, "Well, I don't, I don't think they're going to set the world on fire, but they could yeah. definitely run up a few games." And then um, for my next pick, I'm going to go with uh, the Texans to win the AFC South. At plus 285, um, I think that this is just kind of a value bet. Um, we know Deshaun Watson is uh, 
you know, he played 16 games last year. He showed he can be durable. They still have J.J. Watt, Jadavion Clowney, Whitney Merciless. Um, they, they, it's a talented roster, and I think that with Andrew Luck's injury, there's some value in, in looking at the Texans as possibly um, taking over that division. And obviously the Titans were a little bit better last year, but do you really trust Marcus Mariota? Um, I feel like with Andrew Luck's health in question, Deshaun Watson is suddenly the best and healthiest quarterback in that division. And uh, I feel like it's just kind of a, a value of, I'm going to put my faith in the best quarterback. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Watson's dynamic. And I think the Titans odds are interesting because they're so boring and like no one <laughs> ever wants to believe in the Titans or talk about the Titans. Cause they're just, they're built to kind of just grind out wins, but yeah. they actually really kind of interest me. I don't know if I'll take them or not, but like, it's uh it's definitely something I've, 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 I've played with. It's a pretty good value on that division too. And, you know, the, the Texans, from a structural standpoint, their organizational standpoint, they're kind of a mess. I mean, they don't even have a GM right now. I have no idea what if Bill O'Brien's a good coach or not. So that that's the part that kind of worries me. But, man, yeah, Watson's fun. He's got three receivers that are just fun to throw to. So it's a at least it's a fun bet. Yeah. All right. Um, I think I'm going to go back to the unders, and I am going to short the Rams. Uh, the Rams over underline is set at 10. So I'm going to say that they are under that. And that's a minus 120 bet for me. I, uh, I just think that the, 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 the Patriots, the bears, they really put the blueprint out there on how to slow these guys down. I'm not really quite sure what to think about Gurley and his injuries. I do think that they're a better team when he's rolling well. And I just, I'm a little worried about Gurley. And I think they lost a couple pieces over the offseason. I'm just, I'm just not as high on the Rams. I think the the blueprint's out there. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna short the Rams under ten at negative one twenty. EJ, uh, I'm gonna take some easy money because it's sitting on the board and go with Pats to win the division. Um, I don't really think that's in question, right? Um, Bill Belichick didn't die in the offseason, so uh, I think Pats clean up. I don't think anybody challenges them for the division. Um, they might lose a couple of games to their division rivals. Maybe um, I could see Buffalo doing it to him on a, on a good day, but uh, they've got pretty much nothing to fear from the dolphins. And um, yeah, I think Pat's take the division for sure. Okay. So let's, let's, uh, let's talk about that for a second. Sure. So the odds for the Packers or Patriots to win the division is negative 500, something like yes. that. Okay, so you're basically just winning your money back and maybe enough to win a beer or to buy a beer. Yeah, no, I'm just looking at division winners and kind of doing plus minus. This is this is picking winners, not picking picking money for me. Um, okay, yeah, fair enough. Well, uh, that's your that's your third division winner. Yep. So now you got to focus on the others. Yep. So I've got overs and unders left. Um, God, uh, this is this is the question of how much I trust Lamar Jackson, right? <laughs> Or Josh Allen, yeah, um, and those are those are not names that I want to be leaning on. Or Bruce Arians, right? Which is really do I trust Jameis Winston? It comes right back down to that. Um, I don't know. I'm getting kind of good vibes out of Buffalo. I know it's a terrible idea. 
Um, but they're at seven and a half. I think. Man, do it's it. tough. Why? Because you want Baltimore. Um, I'm going to go Baltimore <laughs> over. Oh no! Oh, yeah. He switches it up. Baltimore over. I Ravens I, well, over. Eight. I like. Yeah, I eight or more because they're at seven and a half. So if they win eight games, that's an over. And no, I have them at eight, but okay. Um, this is seven and a half online. Okay. Anyways, oh no, nope, they're at eight. It's You're right. So they gotta they gotta win over eight. Oh man, nine wins out of the Ravens <laughs> team. Yeah, I'll. I'll I like Mark Jackson. I think he's going to surprise. They've got Mark Ingram backing him up so he, he can hand the ball off. Harbaugh's a very solid coach. Um, you know, am I sure about that? No. But could I talk myself into it? Yeah, I could. All right. Sounds good. I definitely had that one on my overs. And it may have been the next one that I was going to pick. I so <laughs> that's fine. No big deal. I'm not upset. <laughs> I'm not hurt. Ugh. <laughs> All right, I'll just uh, what I'll do is I will take another over, and I'm going to double down on the Panthers uh, over eight wins at negative one thirty-five. I already went into why I think that they're a fun uh, chance to win the division, but I think they're just a better team. And I said they were rolling before Cam's injury, so I think that they can clear eight wins fairly easily. Sam, support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L. V-A-N-29.com. A lot of teams that I don't think are very good. <laughs> but I'm going to... I'm actually going to do Buffalo under. Oh, okay. Under seven and a half, right? Is that... Yep, um, yep. that's a lot. And I just... It, to me, it comes down to um, do you trust Josh Allen if you really think he's going to take the next step? Um, and to me, I just I, I don't know, uh, but I just kind of fall back on do I really trust Buffalo to get over seven wins? I, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Like, historically, just not there, really. I mean, yeah, I know two years ago, but I just I don't know I there's there's just a lot of unknowns there. Okay, well I I find that to be an interesting bet because I'm like EJ and I kind of have them penciled in as potentially taking the over. So I'm curious if either one of us will do that. But what about your second bet? I'm gonna take 
a division rival. I'm going to say Detroit is going under. Um, nice. Lions under. Under seven. Um, you know, you look at the, the totals. The, the Bears are at nine. The Packers are at nine. Um, the Vikings are at nine. And then Detroit is at seven. And I just, I don't know. I don't, I can't see if you have three top heavy teams like that. Um, there, somebody's going to end up being very disappointing. I'm not sold on Matt Patricia. Um, and you know, Stafford's definitely going to be starting the back nine of his career. So they have some talent. I just, I don't trust them. This is, this is where I go on record. Um, If I could make a side bet for the bet I think won't come true, it's that one. I think Detroit is better than seven wins. And do I have a lot of trust in them? Are they going to win the division? Are they going to knock the Bears off, you know, two times? No, I don't think any of that's true. Um, Patricia seems much more comfortable. I'm not sold on him either as a head coach, but he's definitely made some strides there. The roster is... I don't want to say sneaky good, but sneaky better than people think it is, which is complete cellar dweller. And I would I would bet either the Packers or the Vikings, not both, slide more than them, and they might actually pick up that extra win. So that's that's my side bet is that um, the, the Lions do a little bit better than that. And that's it's fair. not me picking one. It's just I've got a sneaky feeling about the Lions, and they're, they're flying under the radar. Nobody's talking about the Lions. Everybody assumes they're going to be bad. I think they're – you know, better than bad. Now, is that good? Eh, not so much, but they're <laughs> yeah. better than bad. I actually think seven's a good line for them. That, that's kind yeah, of right. Really, so I'm going to be in it, the middle. That's uh, the downside is that uh, is it could push right on that number. I mean, yeah. that that wouldn't isn't far off. Um, yeah, but it's a late pick for me. So I'm not. Uh, I would not be surprised if the Lions come in third in the division and the Packers come in fourth. That's that's kind of where I'm at. Um, okay, so you, Sam, you're out of you, you've picked your three unders. Yep. I'm looking at EJ. He's got all three of his divisions, so I'm going to hold back that one, my last one there. So I'm going to take the Giants under six. Uh, I just think this Ow. team is garbage. That one lasts this long, <laughs> and and I I think that they. They're in a transition year. I mean, the, at some point, Daniel Jones is going to get some starts. Eli is going to turn into the backup. And just, you can't tell me that that's the kind of year that got seven, eight wins to it. I mean, this is a this is a team that's that's going to go 3-13, and 4-12, something like that. They're just – they, they just don't have the talent, and they've been mismanaged, and they're, they probably should blow it up. But um, I'm happy to take the Giants under six. For my third, I, I think that's a really solid bet, and I'm actually a little bit embarrassed that I let it get to the eighth round without grabbing it myself. <laughs> <laughs> EJ, next two for you. Uh, yeah, so I'm a little light on unders. I've got one under. I need a couple more, and mm, hate to heap on Vic Fangio, but I'm going to go Denver on the under. I don't trust their quarterbacking. Their defense is great. They have some good players on offense, but I don't, I don't think they have a quarterback right now. Um, 
So I'm gonna. What's the line? Uh, Denver on the under is negative one ten. But oh, seven. Over, like, yeah, how many wins? seven. So seven they're going to have to get okay. six or less for that to pay off. they got a tough division. They've got two two really good teams. Yeah, they're going to be play. struggling against division. I don't trust their quarterbacking. It is a shift in philosophy. Now, they've, they've got plenty of defensive talent, but again, we've seen what Fangio does with that, which is pretty straight up, and he's got two great rushers. That's fine, but he's going to play straight up, and it's going to put some pressure uh, on that secondary, and I don't think the secondary, well, in some ways, I think it's a little bit better than the Bears in certain spots, but Overall, I don't think it's better than the Bears. So, yeah, he's going to have a challenge to get there. And, you know, it, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, not Fair something enough. I feel awesome about. Um, I think I'm going to go back to the overs. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with genetics here and say that the Bills go over. I'm going to say they win eight games now. It's tough okay. to do, but they're gonna. I think they're gonna clean house on the Dolphins, which will make all my Buffalo relatives just. Fair disclosure: my dad and all his siblings born and raised in Buffalo. All my cousins from Buffalo spent a lot of time in Buffalo, so there's a, a historical rooting interest, and in, and this is as much a self-preservation bet, hoping that <laughs> hoping that it actually happens. But it, out of camp, like that defense was. Uh, sneaky good in making plays last year. They were a big explosive defense. Um, they had a lot of turnovers. They had a lot of big plays. Um, if there was a sort of, you know, that toxic differential stat that you were talking about with Jonathan Wood, like I think the Bills are going to rate better in that this year. Allen looks to have cleaned up some of his stuff. Now everybody knows if they follow my work that I was not a huge Josh Allen defender. In fact, quite the opposite. But he seems to have cleaned up some of his bad tendencies. Is he going to be perfect and on great behavior? No, he's still going to gun some balls at 10 yards, but he showed a little bit more touch. And look, he made some great plays last year, went under some heavy pressure. He's got a decent supporting cast. Um, Cole Beasley, of all people, might top 100 catches this year. Uh, looks like a safety valve early. So sneaky chance that they go over. I like John Brown, too. Yeah. John Brown might be their number well, one. Well, you know, and John he, Brown and, and Allen's arm, like that's a match made. That's what I'm saying. Been, yeah. That's a very interesting – that's a good signing. They added to their offensive line. Their offensive line should be better. They added Devin Singletary. Um, he might emerge as an interesting uh, piece there. I, I actually like the Bills. I, I I really like the Bills to win the division uh, as a really nice value bet. Okay. Because it's plus twelve hundred. <laughs> okay. I mean that. I mean, yeah. At some point, the Pats have to falter. I, I understand it's probably never going to happen, but like, well, could, though. you know, if it's a it's a really nice return on a team that looks like they're on the rise. I mean, the Dolphins did win this division once, like ten years ago, out of nowhere. <laughs> Uh, you know, it could happen again. Have you guys so, seen uh, Christian Wade in the preseason? Speaking of Buffalo players, he's the rugby no. rugby player that came over from England. Um, no. Oh, take a look. Google and listeners as well. Google yourself some Christian Wade highlights. Like he's played in two preseason games. He's had two huge plays. Well, he had a 65 yard run, almost go for a touchdown. And he had a, like a punt return touchdown. Um, let me tell you, rugby speed and rugby skills translate he broke a bunch <laughs> of tackles um he is fast the, the highlight from the first preseason game he ran like by guys that guy um you put him with you know shady and uh some of those other weapons like he's he's a sneaker um they're gonna they're gonna have some fun in buffalo this year which is uh, i i just am happy for my relatives to put it that way so. excellent all right ej well, for the next for your last two you need one more i know and you need a i know i've been circling so 
do, do, yeah, yeah. Do your research. Um, all right. Uh, I got I need one more division winner, and I, I'm going to take it now. And I'm actually going to take the Ravens at plus 350. Um, and it's kind of what we were talking about with Buffalo, but I just like that they're doing something different. I believe in John Harbaugh as a good coach. I think that Lamar Jackson's an interesting player. I think that they've added interesting pieces around him. I think they have a good offensive line. I think they have a very good defense. And so I think that they're just going to be a really interesting team to watch. And at plus 350, I really like the chance that it, that, that gives me a nice return. So um, Ravens, 350 to win the AFC North. All right. Um, so I got to take one more over. And one more division. There's, I've been spending this whole time, you guys have been doing your picks, studying the divisions. There's not a ton of bets I love left. There's also not a lot of overs I love left. However, um, the win total's a little high, but at, at this point, I'm going to go Eagles over 10 and a half. Um, That's a lot of games, but, um, you know, EJ took them to win the East in way back in uh, round two. And, you know, he made some good points. That division doesn't look like it's going to be very good. If you really don't have faith um, in any of the other teams, you know, if the Giants are going to be as bad as we think they are, we all kind of said that they're going to be really bad. Um, you know, do you trust a rookie quarterback in Washington? I don't know. Um, I, I don't really think Jay Gruden's a very good coach. So there's that. And then, you know, the Cowboys are kind of this wild card. You you got all this contract distraction going on. Who knows if Ezekiel is going to show up in deep or not. Um Either way, he won't have played contact football um, at any point in August. So for all those reasons, I think that you can look at it and say, you know what, if Carson Wentz is healthy, this team can can go out and win 11 games. So, um, again, it's a high total, uh, probably driven higher because Eagles fans, like a lot of NFL fan bases, especially us here in Chicago – um, you know, they, they bet their team. So, so they drive those odds higher, but I don't know. I, at this point, it just feels like that that's your best, best. Plan. No, that's a good bet. And you actually have one more over and one more division because you're going to have the last pick in round 10. Oh, okay. I miscalculated. Okay. And then, um, I'm going to go ahead and spend my last. Did I have one more over, right? One more over, one more yeah. division. All right. Um, I think for division, they're the favorite, but I'm going to go with New Orleans to win the South oh. at minus 180. Um, you know, Drew Brees didn't necessarily look like himself last year, but that was such a well-rounded team. I think that they're going to be playing with that anger from that NFC championship game. Um, Sean Payton's teams 
have tended to kind of yo-yo and have a really good season followed by a down season, but that's such a complete team down there. I, I just think, you know, obviously I liked what you were saying about the uh, Panthers, but I'm, I'm just going to ride the favorite. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, uh, I'm going to save my Super Bowl bet for uh, round 10. So I'm going to take my last over bet. And I've got a couple that I'm choosing between. I like uh, I, I like the Texans over 8.5. I like the Seahawks over 8.5. I like the Falcons over 8.5. So those three are, I'm pretty in on. But um, for purposes of this, I will, I'll take the Texans over 8. Well, I guess it's over 8 on this book. So over 8 at minus 110, the Texans. Good All right, EJ, All right. your final yeah, two. Yeah, have we? Uh, so, have any Super Bowl winners been picked? Uh, yeah, Sam took the Bears. Okay, Sam took the Bears, and that's it. That's all we got that's on the it. board. All right. Um, boy, yeah, betting the AFC against the Patriots. I, I know history says that they likely won't repeat, but boy, they sure seem to. Um, well, we got a Browns pick here? Uh, I don't think so. I think I'm going to go with my uh, last under, and then I'll prolong the Super Bowl winner just a little bit longer here. <laughs> okay. um, uh, yeah, so for unders, I'm debating between uh, the Colts, and that's largely hinged on the health of Andrew Luck, I like Reich as a coach, and I like him as a young team, but uh, the current line is 10, which seems a little strong without your starter. Um, Jacoby Brissett like, could be playing for a month, could be playing for six weeks, and do you think they you know, go even in those games or go four and two? I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, you'd have to at least go even in those games uh, to get 10, uh, I'd think. So I'm going to go Indianapolis on the under. That's going to be my last under. Uh, the secondary choice was the Falcons at eight and a half. I think they, they might slip a little bit, but they're pretty talented. That's not a bet I'm super sure on. So I'm just going to, I'm going to bet on Lux health and say, you know, this, this mystery leg bone injury thing that he's been dealing with might drag on a little bit. And if it does, Frank Reich's going to have to do a hell of a coaching job to get him to 10 wins. Um, so that'll be my under, and then ooh, the Super Bowl pick. Bears would be my Super Bowl pick if they were on the board. They're not on the board. Um, I said on the pod with Lester that I think the biggest challenge uh, in the conference was probably the Eagles, and again, did real well last year. The chance they repeat really depends on Wentz's health. But if Wentz gets hot and he plays at that MVP level, that roster is loaded. Um, I could see them going. So I'll take Philly for the Super Bowl winner. Feel better about that. Uh, what are their odds? No idea for Philly. Uh, plus 1,200 on Bovada. Yeah. Plus 1,200. All right. Well, my last pick is a Super Bowl pick. Uh, obviously, I would also take the Bears, and I think the Eagles are a fine pick. So I'm going to take a value pick, and I am going to take – I'm going to triple down on the Panthers. At The Panthers are plus 5,000. So I really like that line – and if they win, obviously I'm getting beers from you guys, which is I was gonna say for plus five thousand, that's yeah, you but get half a brewery for that. <laughs> but plus five thousand is a really nice line for a team that I think is really talented, and I think will be in the playoffs. So I'll take that one to close out. Yeah, Your last right. pick, it's, Sam. It, it's gonna be an over, obviously. Um, man, there's 
just not a lot of teams that uh, I love. But I'm going to go with the... This is probably an odd choice, but... And this is really only one of my, like, in-my-head working theories that you can't really prove, but... I feel like it's true. I'm taking Jeff is, Jeff is just wincing right now as a yeah. scientist. <laughs> yeah. I I am taking the Dolphins over and a half. Oh no. Oh. And wow. The only reason I'm doing that is because I feel like most years the team that everybody picks before the season to be the worst team is rarely the worst team. Um, they have the fewest expected wins totals posted four and a half. Are you going to be, am I, if I was actually holding a, a ticket with money on it, would I be clenching, um, in December, uh, hoping for that fifth win? Probably. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick is very streaky. There's a lot of highs, a lot of lows. We know that. That's documented. Um, Josh Rosen, we don't really know what he is, although I did notice the new coach, Brian Flores, kind of changed his tone about Rosen last week and you know, kind of started laying the groundwork with the whole we'll play who, who, who gives us the best chance to win and all that sort of coach speak that suddenly – kind of opened the door when it when all August it's been Ryan Fitzpatrick is the starter. Um, so, yeah, this is more just kind of a random but You look at the team with the lowest total and you, you bet the over. I well, good it's, a, it. it's an interesting theory. I'm kind of holding my nose and going with it. <laughs> you should be with that O-line. That O-line is one good player and – for just a guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's going to be tough to overcome, especially we just talked about that division that the Pats are going to be the Pats. They're going to be well coached. They're going to come with a good game plan. And Buffalo's defense is uh, aggressive. They've added talent. Um, they're going to give the Dolphins. I mean, that's that's four games right there where the Dolphins are, are going to be starting from behind the, well, behind the eight ball. The other thing that, that I thought was you have Miami gets New England early in the season at home. Oh, New New England doesn't play well in Miami. Mm -hmm. Year in, year out, that game's always iffy. You're getting, I think it's like a week two or week three game. New England always seems to drop a game early in the season that looks like a mortal lock on paper. So again, it's just kind of a hold my nose and hope for the best. You know, Fitz Magic goes out, throws five <laughs> touchdowns, and everybody on Monday morning, everyone's coming in, scratching their head. Oh my gosh, is this the end of New England? Really? But oh, really, it's 95 degrees on the New England sideline, and they're just like gutted in the heat, <laughs> and Fitz Magic catches his little magic ride, and oh, suddenly man. that's that's a win that everybody before the season would say, Oh yeah, there's no way Miami is winning that game yet. That's, and you know, the Belichick disciple, they're like carrying him off the field. I mean, can't you see it? 
it, oh, Sam is making right. this must see TV. I, I, mean, I want to watch it. I got. Now. I got to tell you, we have gone over our allotment of terrible football team <laughs> Dolphins uh, time because they're going to be terrible. You know what? What you did say is correct. You're going to see Fitzpatrick. You're going to see Rosen. I don't know, you're going to see Cleo Lemon or whoever else the Dolphins have to bring back to start for them because they are going to run through quarterbacks so fast this year because that offensive line might be the worst that we've seen in the last 10 years. It's, it's they have no yeah, investments it's, it's on that offensive bad. line. It's terrible. It's terrible. Okay, so we all have 10 bets. We're going to post them. We'll put them up. Uh, we'll have some fun with this. You guys let us know what you like, what you don't like. Um, I, I'm going to run through the bets that I had written down that I would have made had had I had to go through these guys because uh, I wrote down nine of each that I like. So just for the record, that uh, so you guys can hear my full list, I like the Seahawks over eight and a half. I like the Falcons over eight and a half, and I like the Titans over seven and a half. Most boring team in football, but um, I think that they're just built to be kind of a nine and seven team. So they're they're boring, and I think that's why the line is at seven and a half. I like the Chargers over 10, but I am worried about injuries, like always. But I think that they're just so good. They're so primed. They're all in. Derwin James really makes me nervous that he's not there now, at least for part of the season. Unders that I like that I would be willing to, to entertain. Bengals under 5.5. I think they're going to be pretty terrible. They lost their best player, and they're already going down. And then that division's really tough. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and the Ravens, all really good. Jags under eight or under seven and a half, depending on where you're finding it. I just, I still don't believe in that team. Uh, I know they signed Foles. They don't have the pieces that Foles is successful with. I just, I think that they're set up for a very disappointing season again. Um, Washington under six and a half. Sam, I think you alluded to it. Rookie quarterback or Case Keenum. I just don't think they have the talent there to go uh, win seven games. I, I'm kind of doubting this one, but Jets under seven and a half. I think the Jets um, actually are probably a little better than I'm giving them credit for. Darnold looks pretty good right now, so I might have I might remove that one. And then I actually run down the Dolphins under four and a half because I don't think they get to five wins. Uh, and so I actually kind of like the underline on that, and it's a plus one ten. So um, that would give me some juice. Uh, the division winners that I had written down that I like Chargers at plus two hundred or plus two ten. Uh, I just kind of like not picking the favorite, even though I think the Chiefs have a very good chance of winning that division. I also like the Falcons at plus 400. I know I bet the Panthers, but um, I just like both of those odds better than I would. Uh, and I like kind of shorten the, the Saints this year. I mentioned the Bills at plus 1,200. The Titans at plus 700 are pretty interesting. Um, again, boring team. Maybe they grind it out. And the last one, just to be a little contrarian, Cowboys that want plus 150 in case Wentz gets hurt. Uh, that's it. That's pretty much the list that I had prepared. Um, let's go check back on that Neapolitan stout. Sam, how was the beer? It was great. Um, it, it was as good as I remembered. Um, smooth. It had all the, the hints that it said were in there, the vanilla, the chocolate. Um Definitely recommended. Strawberry? Yes. 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 Okay. A little bit of fruitiness at the end. <laughs> All right. Well, my, my mango passion sour was fine. It, you know, I think <laughs> I would, I'd probably, I'd have another one, but it's not like a, it's not like a have to go get it beer, but perfect name for this episode. So uh, EJ, what, your beer? Yeah, I had the hazy pale ale. 
the gutter ball from 10 pin brewing they advertised it as hazy and citrusy i think it was both definitely had some citra hops in there um so you got a little bit of that um citrus a little bit of grapefruit they say star fruit lemon zest okay fine um but a nice finish on it good summer beer uh only five and a half by volume so you can you can drink them the weather's going to be nice here for another couple of weeks so i got five more of those to polish off and i think i won't probably have any trouble going through them awesome all right well guys thank you so much for coming on sam i really appreciate it and where can everybody find your stuff on twitter and what are you working on for this upcoming season um i'm at sam householder on twitter uh just like it sounds on the last name um and i'll be working on uh we're gonna i'm gonna be doing a, a new gambling column weekly with you actually um i guess we can probably announce that since we kind of finalized that today collaboration Um, collaboration piece will be probably picking the total or um the spread each week for the bears and i'll be doing game previews and stock up stock down like i've been doing the last couple seasons and we're also going to let you guys uh challenge us on picking against the spread because we'll we'll have a a group uh, pick the spread game that we'll set up, and we'll probably set up a survivor pool as well. So we'll we'll do some of that stuff so that we can get everybody involved, and and you can uh, show us who the best uh, better is amongst all of you listeners. Um, and then uh, this is our last episode of the preseason. The next time that we come to you, we are going to be talking specifically about prepping for the Packers, and so. Thank you for riding with us this whole off season. I really appreciate it. And EJ, why don't you get us out of here? Yeah. So you can follow uh, Jeff at Gridironborn on Twitter. You can follow me at the Draftsman FB. The pod's got its own Twitter handle at Bears Over Beers, so not hard to remember. You can send us both questions there if we can see if we can get them on the pod. Or beer suggestions, always welcome. Um, We might have something interesting coming there from one of our listeners uh, who reached out to Jeff and I and and said, hey, uh, can I contribute? So uh, we'll see if he comes through. But we're looking forward to that. And like Jeff said, season is just around the corner. So now it gets real, folks. The games are going to start to count. Um, We're going to be coming to you once a week in season. We've been coming to you like once every two weeks in the off season. So the cadence will pick up as it will for the other pods on the channel, which, of course, you should be listening to Bear With Me by Robert Schmitz and T-Formation Conversation by our last week guest and editor-in-chief, Lester T. Wilfong. So, not long now. Hang on to your hats. It's coming quick. And until then, bear down. Bear down.